welcome my weebs, dweebs, and awesome nerds to my Ruby Bright podcast. I'm your host, Vivian Wright, and today I will be talking about an amazing Nobel laureate, Miss Marie Curie, and about all the amazing things she did. So let's break into it. We did not mean literally Charlie. But speaking of break, did you know Marie Curie was the first woman to break the world record of getting two Nobel Prizes? Well, she did. But she also was the first woman ever to get a Nobel Prize. So that that leads us to the million-dollar question. Who was Marie Curie? Well, Marie Curie was a physicist, chemist, and a pioneer in the study of radiation. She and her husband, Pierre, discovered the elements polonium and radium, two of the very radioactive elements. Keep them in mind. So they were awarded Nobel Prizes in physics in 1903, and Marie alone received the Nobel Prize in chemistry in 1911. That also makes Marie the first woman to win two Nobel Prizes in different categories. When Marie was a child, it was very hard for her. Curie was youngest of five children, and when she was only ten, Curie lost her mother, Bronislawa Sladowska, to tuberculosis. Tuberculosis is a potentially serious infectious bacterial disease that affects the lungs. However, Curie started to take after her father. She had a bright and curious mind and excelled in school, but despite being top student in her secondary school, Curie could not attend the University of Warsaw because of Russia's laws after taking over Poland. Also, University of Warsaw was an all-male school, so obviously there's a bit of a problem there. So instead, she continued her education in Warsaw's floating university, a set of underground informational classes. Kind of weird that it's called floating when it's underground. While at the university, Murray would go without eating for days, just so she could study more. At some points, she would faint because of famine and because she wasn't having enough food in her diet. She became very skinny, and it wasn't that good for her. In 1883, Murray proudly graduated college as the first female student to graduate, and she had a very long road ahead of her. After graduating, Marie became the first female professor at Sorbonne University in Paris, where she taught physics and chemistry, and luckily met somebody else. Now, moving on from Curie's private life as a teacher to her more well-known life. While in Paris at the Sorbonne University, in 1898, she met another professor named Pierre Curie. This professor is the reason that Marie Curie is Marie Curie, opposed to Marie Sladowska or Maria Sladowska. She got married to Pierre on July 26, 1895 and with them had two daughters, Irene Joliet Curie in September 12, 1897, and Yves Denise Curie, who was born in Paris, France, on December 6, 1904. This moved Marie to her Nobel Prize-winning stage. On April 20, 1902, 
Marie and Pierre Curie successfully isolated radioactive radium salts from the mineral pitchblende in their laboratory. A pitchblende being a form of the mineral uranite, a radioactive uranium-rich mineral and ore with chemical composition that is largely UO2. Occurring in brown or black masses and containing radium. From this, they got their first Nobel Prize in physics. After discovering radium and polonium, it was used in wallpaper, green dresses, jewelry, and even toothpaste. Being so radioactive meant that women who wore green dresses and jewelry collapsed often. And it was rumored that Napoleon himself the guy who is judged to be one of the strongest war chiefs of a good amount of time, even died in a green wallpapered room from the radiation. So, as you can guess, for the people that discovered and handled these elements, you can already tell they're probably not doing so hot. But before we get to the horrible part of Murray's life... I think we should stop right here, right now, and add in an ad so you can prepare for the time coming. This is the part of Murray's more gruesome life. So now for the more gruesome part of Murray's life. As we discussed before, radium and polonium had a very negative impact on people's bodies, so the people handling these elements were surely not in good health, and they weren't. One day, Marie and Pierre kept noticing that their bones were weakened, and unlike old age, they felt thinner, and they weren't what they used to be. The thing is, As x-rays show, their bones were actually becoming thinner, and that led to a terrible accident. When at home, Marie received bad news that Pierre slipped in the rain on his way to work, and he was so weak from radiation, he was unable to get up. Then, a heavy horse wreck rolled over the street and crushed Pierre under it. It was tragic for the Curie family, but... Nonetheless, Marie didn't give up for some reason. She continued the study of radium and polonium. Later, Marie won her second Nobel Prize. This time, it was in chemistry. But it too was at a cost. Marie Curie died on July 4th, Independence Day, in 1934, due to prolonged radiation. She was buried in a lead-lined coffin to make sure no radiation leaked. Because of her extreme want to study these radioactive materials, and not knowing the effects that they would have on people, like the fact that they could cause leukemia, cancers, other very bad diseases, her daughter, Irene Juliet Curie, died of leukemia caused by radiation of polonium. It was not exactly known why Marie died, but it was also known that her daughter, Eve Curie, also died of leukemia. Today, if you wanted to so much as touch one of Curie's books, you would have to put on a radiation suit to protect yourself. 
This is why in museums, you don't see much of Murray stuff because of people being too afraid to be near the radiation of it. A lot of her stuff did not go to waste, though. Her studies have proven to cure cancer. Kind of weird, isn't it? But because of radiation, we have developed modern medicines to what they are today. And thank God for that. Thank you, Marie Curie. And yeah. Well, thank God we got through that. Thank you so much for listening today. Sorry it became so gruesome, but that's just how history is sometimes. So next time we will be talking about more Nobel Prize winners, unless I get any specific comments on what I should do. This has been your host, Vivian Wright, recording from my closet. And until then, see you on the nerdy side.